Welcome, y'all, to the Osage County, Oklahoma podcast. We promise to keep it entertaining, and we guarantee the smiles are always free. I'm your host, Kelly Bland, and I can't wait for you to meet the guest we have today. Let's get started. Okay, Jay, you ready to do a podcast? Yes, ma'am. Well, this is Kelly Bland with Osage County Tourism, and this is the Osage and It podcast, and I'm sitting out here north of Huska in the home and the dining room of Mr. Jay Adcock. He is a rawhide specialist, and we're going to sit here and have a good visit. Welcome to the podcast today, Jay. Thanks for having me out here to your house. Let's talk about Jay Adcock, the rawhider, and how you got here. Tell me a little bit about, uh, did you grow up in Osage County? Where'd you, where, where'd you grow up, Jay? Well, I grew up in Ramona, just east of here. Uh, my granddad, Elwood Adcock, he, he did a lot of load work, uh, made belts for all his kids, all his grandkids. And uh, anyway, I grew up beside him, and and, uh, and I think that that got me interested in doing the leather work and whatnot. And uh, I had a, an uncle, Mike Burkhart, that played around with some rawhide. And uh, he made some stuff here and there. And uh, there's a man named Charlie Chambers that's made a million quirks. Now we're talking about older Charlie or younger Charlie? Older Charlie. Okay. Old Charlie, Big Charlie and Little Charlie. Okay. But Big Charlie, he, he's, he's a quirk maker, and uh, he showed me how to make my first quirk when I was about 14. Really? Sure did. And I've been playing with it ever since then, and uh, it just kind of started right there. And uh, when I was about 14, and... Uh, and then when I was my junior year in high school, I went to work for a man named Clayton Thompson, a saddle maker. Where was he from? He was he was out of Tulum at that time. Clayton's over here in Washington now. Clayton's a saddle maker and made some really nice saddles. I went to work for Clayton and, and learned a lot about craftsmanship and, and really trying to hone your skills and do the best you can do. And uh, anyway, that was that was Clayton's a good man, and, and uh, he really helped me along, kind of pushed me in the right direction in what I wanted to do. And and, uh, and then I got hooked up with a man named Frank Hansen out of Lakeview, Oregon, when I was fifteen, and I got to visit him with Frank. I just called him up on the phone. I'd seen his gear in the Western Horseman and. <laughs> And I called him and, and uh, got to visit him with him, asking him questions, and, and he just invited me up there. So my mother made it possible for me to uh, to uh, fly up to Lakeview one summer, the summer before my senior year in high school. No, it was the summer before my junior year in high school. And uh, I went and spent a week with Frank and... And he really showed me how to cut up a cowhide, and then, and then after I got out of high school, I ended up back in Oregon, working on on some places up there, and 
Oregon and Northern Nevada and, and got to spend a lot of time with Frank and Gene Hansen and and uh, that kind of set me on the way, really. Now, most of our listeners, when they see your name, I know we're going to draw from the cowboy, cowboy world, you know, because I follow you on Facebook and this man is like the golden man. He puts a post out and brrr, the likes just stack up from the cowboy world and most of his posts are pictures of his work and so it's understandable why those likes come in because it's extremely good. Not all of our listeners, though, are from the Western world. And so for someone who might not know, can you explain to him what is a quirt? Well, a rawhide quirt is just a small whip, something you can put a slap on your saddle, carry, carry it over your saddle, on, whatever. It's got a wrist loop and just a small whip. And, and uh, a lot of guys carry them with a slap, slap your leg, slap your cow, or, or uh, get a horse moving around how you want. Barrel racers, too, don't Oh, uh, well, that's a bad. That's a whole different one. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I'm learning something. <laughs> No, it's called that. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, now we know. So, well, it's kind of the cowboy world that, you know, that those items are used in. And, and you said at a young age you had an interest in it. Um, did you grow up cowboying or what did you grow up doing? Um, yes. The for 30-some years over between uh, Ramon and Talala. Pretty much grew up there, and and uh, all his kids, and uh, and most of the grandkids just grew up in that world, and and that's what we did. And uh, when I grew up, and or was growing up, I always had dreams of going west, and and uh, was fortunate enough to be able to, and, and then, but I was fortunate enough to to uh, be able to work here and. And uh, when I got out of high school, I went to work for John Hughes and uh, on the Montgomery Ranch there in uh, Washington, Nowater County. And, and then uh, after that, I worked here in Osage County for Oklahoma Land and Cattle. Uh, really? That's four acres. I sure did. And I worked up there one summer uh, up there four acre ranch before I went to California. And uh, went on my western adventures and, and uh, working on some places in California and Oregon, Nevada, and and then ended up back here and and uh, and then I ended up going back to work at Four Acre again uh, for the Mormons, sooner land and cattle. Okay. For, I have some friends for, down at Throckmorton that moved up to work for them. Oh yeah. Well, in all your travels, um, I bet you met a lot of punchers and a lot of different characters along the way. Did that kind of maybe traveling like that, meeting people, has it contributed to your customer base and your, your notoriety maybe a little bit out there? Or? A deal, a great deal. And I'm so thankful that, I, that I've got to do that. And uh, it's, uh, it's really, it really helped me. In, in the cowboy world, it, it helped me to realize that Boy, there's really good hands, good cowboys, good buckaroos, no matter where you go. No matter where you go. Uh, and it's, I've made a lot of friends and, and uh, that I'm still in touch with. And, you know, California, Oregon, Nevada, and uh, 
and men here too, you know. Well, you had some men, it sounded like, that kind of taught you some things, took you under their wing, mentored on you a little bit along the way in the area of rawhide. If you were speaking to some young buck, young puncher, puncher out there listening to us talk, what would be some advice you might give him if he's wanting to kind of get into doing what you do, sort of how, how do they go about learning the trade these days? I have a lot of guys. I've a lot of people, and, and I've had, uh, of course, you, you're going to have a percentage that ask you that that really aren't going to go on with it and work that hard. And the, and the best thing I can tell a guy, and what I tell young guys, they want to learn how to braid. And I say, well, okay, you skin a cow, stretch it up, you get the hair scraped off of that hide, and then we'll go on from there. And 99.9% don't get the hair scraped off that hide, and you find out who wants to do it and who doesn't. So anyway, and I've had a few guys, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work. Enough now, I know, it, I know my way around things, and it's not that hard to do, but... but Anyway, anything worth doing is a lot of work. Well, it sounds, okay, so I'm, I'm interested because it sounds like a lot of work. I've seen some of your pictures where it's like you've had a hide sort of stretched out looking there and you talk about, you know, I know nothing about raw hiding, so, you know, but you talk yeah. about how many strands you can get up. So you literally take a cow hide and get the hair off of it. What What's this process to get the material to work with? What? Put it in a frame, stretch it, and let it dry, and you've got rawhide. It's it has no chemicals in it, or uh, anything like you have to do to get leather. And then you have to take that hide and get it in the form of string, one strand. So you can cut one strand round and around and around the cowhide and get uh, cut. You know, maybe a thousand to fifteen hundred foot of string out of one hide. And some hides I will do there using a hardwood ash solution and water to slip the hair off, and I've used lime uh, periodically. So uh, there's a lot of different ways to end up with a quality product. Wow, so, there's a lot of ways you can mess it up. Well, you know. Um, I think it's so neat because there's quality that gets put together and made out in the pastures here in Osage County. You, you know, there's you and, and there's Lantana May. Those are really popular purses amongst the women that Emily Myers is making over there on a ranch in Fairfax. And, and doing it where handmade says something about the hand making it, you yes, know, the quality going in it. Um I've seen your work, and it's it's amazing. So I know you've mentioned quirts. Why don't you kind of tell our listeners what what else can you do with rawhide? What are there some other things that you make? Oh, a lot of a lot of reins and romans and hackamores, bozels, hobbles, necklaces. Uh, in our jewelry line, we've got necklaces and, and bracelets. Uh, Hobbles? Did you say uh, hobbles? I said hobbles, I think. But, uh, Riettas, rawhide ropes, just about anything you can braid, I guess. 
And I think you were telling me earlier that uh, you have orders uh, so consistently that you don't really build a stock up anywhere. You know, you're out here working from your home out here on the ranch. and would have some extra stuff piled up, but, but I really don't. It's We work pretty much on custom orders, and uh, I was running a ranch up north of here, and I'd and, uh, like to say, I, I've been doing this, working on these different ranches and whatnot as a side job, and uh, always have, and anyway, I ended up, I was, when we moved back into Osage, Business, so hey, that's a good thing. Huh? You bet. And we were talking about doing quality work, and uh, you know, I myself, but it always drove me crazy because you could shoot five, six, seven, eight head of horses a day and do a really good job, but you knew in your mind it's going to last six weeks. Then <laughs> 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 you get to start all over. Well, and trying to make something quality gear or leather or anything it's forever <laughs> kind of like those uh john israel spurs you got in there hanging on your wall too oh yeah 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 okay well let's talk osage county for just a minute there's been a lot of changes that have gone on in the last three years here, especially up there in Pahuska since the Merck opened. And I know cowboys and stuff, you tend to pull a trailer behind you and, you know, parking's changed in town and lots of things are happening. What do you think of the changes taking place here in the county? Oh, revived. And uh, I don't see anything but upside to that. Yeah. I agree. You know, it's, it's great. You know, there's not an empty building. And it's, it's a really good atmosphere. Yeah. It doesn't bother you that you, there's no place to park your pickup when you go to town? No. There you I go. Don't go to town now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> but, but no, we do. We, it's, uh, you know, you can tell that the locals are, it's a place to, to uh, be proud to be from. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, if we have listeners out there, which I know we do, and, and they're interested in saying, hey, I'd like to check out some of what all Jay Adcock has, or I'd love to talk to him about some special orders, how do they get a hold of you, Jay? Well, basically, I can just be reached on my phone right now or on my Facebook page. So follow you on Facebook then, Jay oh, Adcock on Facebook. Yes, ma'am. Yes, right. ma'am. That's, that's about it. Yeah, and I noticed your phone number's on your profile picture. You've got a nice little logo out yes, there. Yes, yes. Uh, James Shoshone, a buddy of mine out of Nevada. Great artist made that for me. Good deal. Okay. Well, you know what? I like your house. I like out here in the pasture where you live. Thank you for letting me into your world out here and getting to see your shop where you do all your work and sitting down and talking to me a little bit about Rawhiden and Osage County. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. All right, there we go. <laughs> well, there's nothing like getting to spend a little time with the cowboy out in his element. Thank you again, Mr. J. Adcock. Oh, saging it is the better for having had you on our show. As always, you can find out more information at visittheosage.com or you can download our handy-dandy Visit the Osage app. Y'all come see us.